Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled Keep It Moving. You know, I was sitting and I was thinking today, Lord, what am I to discuss on the podcast today? What is it that you would like for me to share to encourage us, God, along the way for this week, um, for today? And, you know, I began to think about you know, even looking on my phone um, throughout today, you know, you you have these notifications that pop up and uh, there's so many different things that were coming up, you know, about the news and what's happening in the world. And, you know, you just for a moment, uh, even in reading some of the stuff that pops up on your notification, it's like you stop in your track from doing what it is that you are currently doing to give attention to something that notified you. And in notifications, um, you can either uh, ask to be notified or in some cases you have, you know, where they're just pop ups that come. I'm pretty sure you can probably um uh, deactivated, but you know, you just never know. And so you keep certain notifications on. And so in the process of me going throughout my day today, um, there are a couple of notifications that came up and I was, this just kind of stopped me in my tracks, like I said earlier. And in the midst of me stopping, um, I read, read the article and in reading the article for a moment, you know, you get, you get frustrated by what you, you read because it's something that is happening in the world that is outside of our control. And so in that moment, I had to stop and I had to stand still. And I said, uh, I can either be frustrated about this situation that I have absolutely no control over, or I can pray. And so I began to pray about the situation that I read. And then after I prayed about it, I just kind of put my phone down. And even when I put my phone down, I thought for a moment, I, I thought how that notification caused me to stop in my track. It caused me to stop doing what it was that I was doing at the moment in order to be able to read it or to, you know, see, can you, you know, we all have the, um, the news pop-ups that comes on our phone and, you know, different little apps or whatever to, to let us know what is happening in the world today. And there are some things that I do want to know, you know, there are some things that, that are needed, you know, um, I need to know, um, what their, what the guidelines are with, with, you know, with COVID, what are they saying? What are, you know, what, there are certain things that I do need to know, but so what I'm saying to you is that not all notifications are bad notifications, but what I'm saying is, is that when it becomes a bad notification is when it causes you to stop in your track. And it causes you to entertain a moment that has absolutely nothing to do with you. How many of you who are listening to me on today have been interrupted? And you get frustrated because the interruptions you stopped in your tracks trying to handle. You're you're working on something, but something else that has absolutely nothing to do with you. Um comes and get in your way or uh, it causes your attention to be faded from what it is that you have been assigned to do. That's how the enemy works in so many ways in our lives. He causes us to become stagnant in the place that we are currently in. And I'm consistently reminded that 
even when God is speaking to me and even when I'm in a moment where I'm having to wait on his answer, I'm having to wait on his reply. There is still something that I'm supposed to be doing. Now, I, 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 I used to be in the kitchen with my granny a lot and um, she would have me to concentrate on, you know, one one thing. But I kept trying to figure out. I was like, but, you know, you you're able to do all of these different things. And she said, until you've been skilled enough, I need you to stick with the stick, stick with the cornbread because I was barely getting the cornbread down peg. OK, but in, I learned that sometimes we can step over into lanes that have have absolutely nothing to do with who we are in the moment. What I mean by that is, is that she never told me that I could not multitask and cook greens and cornbread and fried chicken and um, uh, do the um, cut the onions and the bell peppers and all of that, you know, all of those different things. She never told me that I couldn't do it a day in my life, that I could not multitask. She just said at the moment in teaching you, let me teach you this one area, because if you get this one area down packed, then you'll be able to know how to do that and add something else. I'm saying to you in your life that there are some things that you are waiting on God for. And, and, and I'm and I'm asking you, I want to ask you this question. Have you stopped from the assignment that he's currently having you on because you're waiting on what you've asked him for? I'm asking, have you just put a halt on the things that he's told you to do on account of him not answering the one thing that you asked him for? I'm learning in my life that there's movement. There's a consistent movement that I must make. And and even with me, you know, having to prepare myself for so many different things that are happening in my life. I I kept asking God, God, I need strength to be able to do this and I need strength to be able to do that. And then sometimes when I look at a situation, it seems to be bigger than me. But when I start to move in it and I start to to get myself in a gear and in 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 a um, rotation of what it is that I'm doing, then God somehow or another give me the strength that I need to endure for the moment that I'm in. Some of us are asking God for something that we cannot handle in the moment that we are in now in the season that we are in now. So it's requiring that we continue to move in the placement that he's assigned over our lives until he, he introduced us to the things that we've asked for. Could it be that the things that you're asking him for you yourself are not ready for? It could possibly be that, God wants you to take a moment to self-reflect, to see where you missed it, to see what notifications interrupted your process. You know, um, I've been trying to make sure that I do some type of walking, you know, throughout my day. Um, Even if I I go and check the mailbox or whatever, I'm, I'm consistently moving. I want to make sure that I'm moving. I want to do something and it's something about your blood flowing and and when you go outside and and you know you have the fresh air and you know you can you don't you don't even take much you don't take a lot to get your blood flowing and get yourself moving and and so I kept trying to you know um I was thinking about all of the reasons why I couldn't walk or I shouldn't walk or 
you know, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to get this situation situated. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to study. Uh, you know, I, it's so many different moving parts. And God reminded me that I need you to take it one step and one day at a time. If you do what I've told you to do and you do it well, then I'll, I'll bring the increase. Sometimes we try to go and get our own increase. Have you have you ever have you ever realized that? Have you ever looked over your life and was like, how in the world have I tried to make this happen for me when I haven't even did the thing that God told me to do? I'm asking, I'm asking is the question is, have you been obedient in what he currently have called you to do? Let me break it down. He tells you, okay, he wakes you up at four o'clock every every morning. You think you just can't go to sleep. (laughs) Could it be that he's waking you up that early so that he can commune with you? He tells you, I need you to start journaling every single day. Getting your frustration and getting your issues out. But you calling everybody. (laughs) Yeah, listen to me. I. This is this is what God does for me. I, I'm, I just want you to understand what he does for me. This is how he gets me together. You're asking me for this, but you haven't even done the last thing that I said. Can I get you to be successful in this? And then when 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 I bring forth what it is that you've asked for because you're ready for it, then you can handle this and that. Huh? I, I, I want to be so obedient to God. That he can trust me with this and that. But it's hard for him to trust us when we become stagnant. You got to keep it moving. You got to keep it moving. You got to keep it moving. Like regardless of the obstacles. You don't stop moving. Regardless of the trials. And the intensity of the struggles that you will have, you gotta please keep on moving. See, Jesus, his ultimate goal was the cross. His pur- purpose in life was not just to only heal, to set the, the people free, and to bring deliverance, but he was also sent to die for the sins of the world. But see, although his goal was the cross, he was stopped by an adulterous woman. (laughs) He was stopped by a woman who had an issue of blood. He stopped to heal a man with leprosy. And he raised Lazarus from the dead. And not only did he raise Lazarus from the dead, but he also fed the multitude. And see, what I want you to understand is that all that he stopped to do did not interfere with his ending. It didn't fear, interfere with what he was supposed to be doing. In fact, it helped to pave the way for him, you see. And one thing that I love about this whole encounter with, with, with Jesus, the encounter that that Mary and Martha had with him, the encounter that the adulterous woman had with him is that he didn't rush, rush either of the assignments or, or rush either of the process. He was patient with them. 
And he was kind through the process. See, I'm not telling you that it'll be easy. I'm not telling you that you won't have moments where you question the placement. I'm not telling you that you won't have moments of doubt. I'm not telling you that fear won't creep in. I'm saying it's a must that you keep moving even through that. See, the scripture says in Hebrews 12 and 1, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. And the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Do you not know that God already knew the race that we would have to run before we even was conceived? So your issue and my issue that we talk to him about, he is not, listen, he's not taken off guard or by surprise. He knew that we would be here. He knew that you would be listening to me at this very time that you're listening. He knew that I would have a podcast. He knew that my life would be orchestrated the way that it is. He already has a plan. But see, just like Jesus, we've got to understand that there's an ending to this life that we have. And what we de- how we live now can determine where we'll go later. So although Jesus was stopped along the way, the goal was the cross. I'm trying to tell you that what you are enduring right now is only a pit stop. But how we handle the pit stops can determine the cross. He was patient in every process. I know you don't have everything that you want. I know that there are some things that you're seeking God for. I know that you've been asking him to deliver you. I know you've been asking him for a healing. And I know you're probably wondering why me, God, why am I in this situation? But what I need you to change and I need you to ask him is, God, what do we do with what we have left? Because if you are the author and the finisher of my faith, if you are my beginning and my end, if you are Alpha and Omega, then I trust you to be in the middle. It's in the middle where we get lost. So God, just like you, you birthed me into this earth realm and you know my expiration that God, what am I supposed to be doing in between? It's the in between where the enemy wants to get the glory. It's in the in between where the enemy wants to keep us bound. But I hear God saying, if you trust me for the beginning and you expect the ending, I need you to. I need you to really glorify me in the in the middle. <laughs> Jesus ending was the cross. But along the way. He healed. But along the way. He set folks free. But along the way, he delivered. But along the way, he taught disciples. But along the way, he provided. 
But along the way, he taught people how to trust in a God that they cannot see. Along the way, he fed people. Along the way. And he did it. He did it for me. He did it for you. He took lashes. He was beaten just for me. He was slain for me. He did it that I might live, that I might know him in the fellowship of his suffering. He did it for me. He did it for you. He had us in mind. He did it for everybody. And you know what is so heartbreaking? Is that there would be many who were still not chosen. We are living in a time where notifications are popping up left and right. So that we can lose sight of the ending. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm stuck on the fact that he did it for me. He did it for me. He did it for you. He did it for us. He did it that we may live, that we may believe, that we may be healed, that we may tell others about him, that we may trust, that he, that we may co- be covered by him. He did it with us in mind. He did it knowing that there will be people who would accept him and he knew that there would be people who would never call his name so as you prepare for resurrection Sunday I just want you to think about it's beyond Easter and it's beyond us getting dressed up to look good it's beyond all of that I want you to get to the heart of it the heart of the celebration he did it for us my disobedient self sometimes yeah for me He did it for you. So when you think about what you don't have, I want you to switch that and begin to think about what you do have because he did it for you. He did it for us. 
that's the kind of God that we serve. That's the kind of God that we serve. So I want you to take your moment. Take your moment and breathe. Breathe in and breathe out. Inhale and exhale. Take your moment to do what needs to be done. But don't forget your expected ending. God had to remind me that you never get to the end worried about the end. He said, you got to accept the place that you're in. Ask me questions. And although you're waiting for an answer, Keep moving. Like even in your waiting, you still have to keep moving. You know, when a turtle is uh, is getting ready to go from one side of the road to the other, It doesn't matter how quickly they want to get to the other side. They can only pace themselves. To strut in the way that they were designed. But even God knew that they would need to be protected. You've never heard anything else that I've said. Or have taken inventory of anything that I've shared over the months that I have come on the podcast. This is one day that I want you to really take inventory and look at yourself in the mirror and say, he did it just for me. He did it that I might live. He did it that I might have a moment. I know you don't have everything that you wanted or that you desire. But thank you for what you do have. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the notifications. I am. 
But even in getting notifications, you've got to know when to stop. And entertain something. And then you got to know when to keep moving. Not everything I'm learning requires my undivided attention. There are some things that happens in our lives that are out of our control. We have absolutely no power over it. And um, not only do you think about, or I think about Jesus, but I think about God. His only begotten son. God hates sin. And he knew that in the garden that Adam and Eve Life changed drastically. And because he hates sin, he sent his son into the world. Huh. So I know you don't have everything that you want. I, I know. But look back over your life and think about how he's always supplied you with what you need. I'm not perfect. And I'm not saying that you will live a perfect life. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that you've got to be sensitive enough to know what God is doing in your life and be okay with it, even if it doesn't make sense. I'm learning that, y'all. I'm learning to trust his process. Because it may not make sense in the natural form of what I see, but he sees far ahead of us. He's the creator of our today, and he already have tomorrow under control. But yet we worry about a day that hasn't even come. And in us worrying about a day that hasn't come, we neglect the day that he's given. That's why I try to, even if I'm in the grocery store and the cashier is not the nicest, I try my best to ask them how their day was or hope that they have a good day or try to spark some type of conversation because sometimes we are the only closeness that they would ever encounter of knowing who Jesus is he's so big y'all 
He's bigger than the box that you sometimes place him in. He's so amazing. He has everything under control. He knows what, what, what makes you cry. He knows what hurts you. He knows the pain that you've encountered. He knows the shame that you have felt. He knows all about it. He knows. But he also knows that we're going to get behind it and we're going to get over it. He just wants us to know that we can't get through it or get over it without him. So as you continue to keep it moving, encounter his grace, encounter his love, encounter his peace. I just came to encourage you to keep it moving. Don't lose sight of what he said. Do the last thing that he said. Do it to the best of your abilities. He's giving you the strength to do that. And notifications will pop up. Notifications will come. But you've got to be mindful in this season of your life of what you give attention to. Everything does not demand your attention. So you've got to be mindful and you've got to be careful that moving forward in everything that you do in your life and in your living, that regardless of what it is, you've got to keep it moving. 